You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. 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 No, no, no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Hey, everybody. You're listening to Friends Next Door. This is Mia. It's Dan. It's Thomas. And this week, we have our favorite kind of episode, which is asking for a friend episode. We always love seeing emails from you or DMs or however you like to contact us. But anytime we receive a question from our listeners, we're always super happy. And uh, today we have a really good question, actually. Um, So let me read this real quick. So Philip says, there's this idea of wanting more or better, but there's also this idea that you should be happy with what you have. And I feel like they clash. And this includes material goods, jobs, titles, experiences. So basically, it can apply to anything. Um, And then he went on saying that he feels like he's more affected by the pressure slash expectation to achieve than his own actual desire to achieve. Um, I'm not saying... I'm not against other people going to achieve their goals. He's just happy where he is. But he thinks that this thought can sometimes be seen as lazy, unmotivated, uninspired, and looked down on. So guys, I think this is a really good question. Um, I can just throw it to you and, and get your take on it. So Dan, what do you think? I love this question. So Philip, thanks for sending this because um, <clears throat> I'm pretty black and white on this issue. <laughs> Um, people that, as if you guys can tell already, I have a very definitive opinion all the time. <laughs> um, people who say that you are, if the, the term he used, he, you know, the quote, you're not, if you're not living, you're just surviving. For example, if you're not going forward, you're going backward, right? He's saying that he hears these things, mm-hmm. um, or people are like, you're lazy, you're mediocre. So to me, um, yeah, don't listen to those because that's the biggest load of crap ever, ever. So to me, there's two schools in this world, two schools of thought. One, two forces, let's say. One one force is trying to br- basically brainwash people to, to be the status quo, to like continue to strive forward. And there's a reason to it. There's, a, there's an actual reason to it. The more you try to get ahead, try to, like, as you say, like, you know, obtain more, you know, you're going to spend more money. You're going to go after things you probably don't even need. And at the same time, it's going to create more problems. If it creates more problems, there's more solutions. What is usually, what do you do to to have solutions? You spend more money, let's say. So I think that um, as you, as you are kind of duped into thinking that you need more and that you're not happy with what you have, Yeah. Like you're going to be, I don't know, 70% of the population. I'm not going to say 80, 90, 95. I think like there's a good amount of people out there who are really happy with what they have, who are content. Um, And the one thing I want to add is, see, the people, people get confused. They think that it's either or it's not either or. They think that either you have it all or you go after everything or you have nothing or you have a mediocre life. That's the stupidest, absolutely dumbest concept of life ever i've ever heard in my life i'm the living example is of i try to do i'm a hundred percent over content with what i have i think i'm the luckiest person alive i have a great marriage great wife i live in a really the the apartment that's big enough for me in new york not a lot of people can say that uh, without paying without baking breaking the bank i have every material need i've ever needed in my life i have clothes I have a, you know, I have few possessions. I don't have a lot of possessions. I have everything I ever need. I don't need anything else. If I don't need a single another pair of shoes for the rest of my life, right? But I obtained them. I, f- right? I feel not- like I feel like you're going to need another pair of shoes in like three months because New York streets are rough. But go on. <laughs> <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so for me, like I strive to better myself every day. I strive to make more money. I'm not sitting here saying I'm not making more money. I, I'm just okay with the money I make. Part of like, no, I'm I will try to make more money because uh I want to do better job at my work. If I do a better job at my work, there's a there's a direct relationship. I'll probably make more money. Okay. If I make more money, why wouldn't I 
why wouldn't I upgrade certain aspects of my life? Okay. But the, the difference is I don't think that I need more. I think I have everything I ever need, but that doesn't stop me from doing better in life. Does that make sense? No. So this guy. No, I, no. I don't know. I, I thought Thomas wanted to say something there, oh. but I mean, I do think, well, you started it off by saying you're very black and white when it comes to this thing and you have very strong opinions, obviously. Um, but then you ended it with like a certain nuance to it, which is you're basically saying, you know, you consider yourself as this person who has everything in life. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but also at the same time, it's not even though you're content with your life, it's not like you're just sitting there bumming around because you still need to do your job and you need to do your job yeah. well. So mm -hmm. I think uh, at the end of the day, it's still kind of like, you know, if you want to put it in terms of like you're being ambitious but I mean, you're just doing your job well, right? So it's like a different kind of mindset or a different kind yeah. of like drive that that you have in you. I don't think he means, so like you, uh, the three of us are ambitious. I would say we work hard and we try to achieve better at our jobs, in our lives. We try to do better, right? I think what he's talking about, Philip, is there's, there's this whole noise surrounding, you hear it all, all the time. It's like trying mm -hmm. to keep up with the Joneses. Like mm -hmm. when somebody looks at my life, they might be like, Dan, you don't drive a luxury car. You drive a beat up RAV4. Dan, you live in a one bed. Why don't you live in a two bed, three bed? Oh, you rent. Why don't you own? Like, oh, you, you live in New York. Why don't you move out to the burbs, have kids? So to other people, they might be like, oh, psh, you're not even close to the to the dream. Mm -hmm. And actually, for somebody who's my peer, who's who they, they if they believe that they might be like, oh, yeah, I'm. I'm almost 40 and yeah, I don't have kids yet. I don't own a house. I rent. I only live in a one bed. Then they're going to get caught up in all that, you know? So that's what I think where he's saying, he's like, Philip, uh, and correct us if we're wrong. Like, he's like, I'm pretty content, but how come all around me, I hear if you're not going forward, you're going backward. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what society is trying to, to dupe you into thinking. They, they make you think that you, you don't have enough. And that your only goal is to achieve more, right? Like when, when is it enough? I don't know. I have friends who make really amazing money and they want to keep on making more. I'm like, I mean, that's fine. Like, again, not saying you can't make more money. It's just like, but I know why they want to, because they want a bigger house. Okay. They want five cars instead of two. They want to take the most luxurious vacations, even when they travel for more than the average person. And when I see that, I realize how much trouble it brings them and how much complaining they do in their normal life where I'm like, hmm, maybe you shouldn't go after all these things because clearly they're not bringing you more happiness. And I think that's what this guy's saying. And I, told, and I think for me, I try to differentiate like, is this something that I want or is this something that I'm conditioned to want by society because I'm conditioned to compare myself to other people? And that's where the noise and the talk I think surrounding what this guy's saying. There's a there's a bit of human psychology involved as well. Uh, like like no doubt there's a bit of societal conditioning into wanting more, but part of it that is also just the human condition to acclimate to uh, new con uh, new like a, a different state of environment. So example is like if we were to measure happiness in some sort of manner, um, let's say you buy a new pair of shoes and then you're suddenly plus five happiness right so mm -hmm. eventually that after like a couple of weeks that happiness is gonna you're gonna you know regress back to your original like level of happiness right right so like that's that's kind of this that's kind of how it works for anything like you will eventually acclimate to the new state and that will become the norm and then you're going to seek out something again right mm -hmm. so i mean I don't like I don't I don't disagree that we're being conditioned in terms of like consumerism and, and whatnot, but there's also there's definitely like a, a bit of a human psychology aspect to it as well. Yes, and human psychology. So do you think that well how do, what's your take on human psychology? Do you feel like, oh, because it's human nature, you just kind of let it play out, or because we're humans and we have human nature that it could be bad and good and that we should strive for the good and relinquish the bad? Does that make sense? No, I get it. I get it. It's it's uh part of it is just understanding 
why why it is right? right so like this uh examples like why does uh like how do addictions form or something like obviously right. addictions are bad but you know how does it form how do i get it under control right so so like the first step to, to be able to confront it is to kind of understand it as well is, is, yeah. is kind of how i approach it but like uh to what philip said about you know uh like always wanting more if you're not moving forward you're moving backwards i definitely had that mentality when i was in college um i studied computer engineering so um and then i i was also not a great student coming out of uh high school so kind of had that chip on my shoulder of like always wanted to push forward especially because i found out that like uh computer science was something that i was decent at so it was one way for me to uh to thrive um so like in in my mind i was just like oh my god i gotta get better i gotta get better uh i gotta get better and i'm competing with students from other schools and things like that so there's always that kind of pressure that i put on myself for that um and, and so like i probably spend a lot more time like in the in like the the labs than i actually needed to in retrospect right but um but i think i think uh in like for folks in their you know 20s or in, in their youth basically i think uh a little bit of ambition and, and sweat is good like you want to build you want to have you like that is the time you have to build human capital basically like your skill set and everything um, for stuff that, and hopefully that you can develop the good set of habits, good set of habits, good set of skills to, uh, carry you forth throughout, you know, the, like the rest of your life. No, I, that's, I, I agree with that because I think where you are in your life, um, does have some sort of like, it, it impacts your attitude towards life. Right. Um, I, for one, was like coasting throughout my life, um, wasn't really ambitious, didn't really like think about, uh, you know, where I want to take my career or like what my goal is or professionally um, in the next couple of years and things like that. That was like, I never really thought about that. I had a job. I was doing OK. So that was it. So in that way, I was content, but also at the same time, I wasn't really doing much to like improve myself right so there's good and bad to everything um and so at a well i guess a few years ago i started kind of realizing that this shouldn't be my mindset and i should just try to have certain goals in life have to like you know i want to achieve something and i don't think it's necessarily bad to do it that way either because it's just like you know at least you you work towards something and and you put in efforts to to get there um, as long as you can balance with with other things. So I, I think it's just like sometimes things do change. Your definition of happiness change, your outlook in life changes. And so, yeah, I, I don't think it's a one like or the other type of thing for the in, your entire life, right? Because people change. Yeah. And, and to clarify, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with chilling, right? Um, but what I, what I do think is important is like to have you know, some sort of discipline or like have, like you want to have, you want to be skilled in some manner, right? Um, like that's probably just, it's it's good to have some responsibility basically. Um, and and like, it, it's very likely that your ambition will change as your responsibilities change too. So like, if you did want to raise a family, if you did want to buy a house, if you did want this, if you do want that, uh, you are going to need to step up your game to some degree um, to be able to fulfill, fulfill that, right? Um, and I probably uh, probably leaned on the uh, the other end of the spectrum too much compared to Mia. Like I uh, I job hopped every two years or so on average, or probably less even. Um, might have commitment issues, some might say, but. Uh, um, but again, I have different, I have a uh, different responsibility. So that's all I'll say for that. I think it comes down to like, like whatever keeps you going, you know, whatever floats your yeah. boat. Right. Cause like to Thomas, it could have been just like, okay, this, the sense of like maybe satisfaction of growth that you get from going from one company to the other. So you feel like you're, you're going somewhere. Right. And for other people, it might not be like that. It might be some other things. How do you guys deal with that outside pressure? 
Do you guys, first of all, do you, so the, the thing I hone in on what Philip is saying, he's saying, I feel like I'm more affected by the pressure expectation to achieve than my actual desire to achieve. Right. So I'm curious for you guys. Cause I, I do, I mean, I, I think, you know, we're all like, we're all pretty like understanding that we real like the three of us achieve because we all achieve success while we're somewhat happy with what we have. I don't think we're in the category where we're the three of us are like, Oh my God, we need more for the sake of needing more. But he feels like that. And I do think other people feel like that. So I'm curious for you guys, have you ever felt at some point or another that it was external forces that made you want something or go for something more? Or have you always just been, you know what? I'm moving at my own pace and like you know, staying if I want to go for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think what he, I think for me, his, th- his main point is he feel he's actually pretty content, but then he feels the pressure mm-hmm. to want more mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to be called lazy. Yeah. No, 100%. I feel like that even now. Um, Cause I feel like when you are in college, when you just start working uh, for like a few years, I feel like you and your peers are somewhat on a level playing field, mm-hmm. like you're in a similar stage in life. Um, but as you get older, you know, you can start seeing the difference in terms of, you know, with your friends, for example, Dan, um, some of your friends around the same age might have um, kids already. So they have families and like they're at a certain place in life. And I, I can only speak for me personally. And I feel like, Obviously, a lot of my friends already have families and kids and whatnot, and um, also just like kind of like looking at where they are professionally. And like I look at myself, I feel like I'm like falling behind and things like that. I, I definitely there's that feeling um, mm. every time I like talk to certain friends and and whatnot. So it's I think it's inevitable. So yeah. So what? So you feel the pressure, Philip feels for sure for sure yeah and and that's like outside of outside pressure there's also this pressure that i put on myself in terms of um i feel like i should be at a certain place you know given my current current circumstances and i want to be able to for example take care of my parents a little bit more so in order to do that i need to be more successful financially whatever right so there's all kinds of pressure and no doubt i I think a lot of people are dealing with it, but I think it's just inevitable. There's nothing much you can do beyond just like you're, you have to st- just, there's no shortcut. You have to just put in the work. Um, yeah. And in my case, I try to set small goals, you know, next year I want to be here and next year I want to be here. And so when you have that, you can work towards that and, and you can put in the daily grind needed to get there. Mm-hmm. Does that interesting? Yeah, for for <laughs> Why? no for f- no for me it's at least definitely for me I feel like it's all internal. Mm-hmm. Um like whenever I've left a whenever I've uh left a company that was usually just to I don't know, I might have like a internal drive to like or desire to figure out what my market worth is or something like that or just to see what more I could get. Maybe I'm a little greedy. Um, but you're optimizing uh, a little bit too much. Look, every time I've left a company, I have never, I've never left a company too early. I've always thought I've stayed of all the places. Every time I've left a place, I've usually thought I stayed a little too long. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, like in your industry, like you have a, like you said, you have a worth, you know, so because you're a commodity, I'm not, I'm in the service industry. I'm in sales. Oh, I, I, I know. Right? Like if I, so, I only say that in the sense of like, if I were to like, s- like strongly optimize uh, my moves and everything on like how long I should stay and when I should leave and everything. Like, unfortunately, that's just something that I inevitably, inevitably think about. Um, but it's, but also like, hopefully that will guide me for my future decisions too. So, um, so far the perfect time for me to, to leave a company is like one and a half years. That's so, so short. We'll see. see, it's interesting. Well, it's also, I'm also in startup land. So that's it, not short. Sounds like, so Thomas, do you feel that pressure? So it sounds like for, for you, 
it's not so much the pressure like Mia was saying from her peers and her family and herself. I think for you, you, you don't like, no one's putting pressure on you. You're just like, I want to keep on, like, I want to, you know, achieve, like move to the next level. Like, yeah, move to not, right. not even the next level, but the next thing, like, right. uh, possibly I, I, um, I hate doing the same thing over and over. Mm. So I will try to find like different ways of doing something or find a new challenge or finding a better way of doing it. Um, or fighting uh, a larger problem to solve. So like, whereas before I was solving like individual issues, now I'm solving, uh, tackling more systemic issues. And that's far more in interesting to me. Um, but a part of it is also like, there's, you, you know how in those, uh, I think it's like movies or shows where it's like, you have this guy probably in his mid forties or fifties and like life is just past this guy, right? Like he just, you know, clock in, clock out every day. What and movie is it? No, it's just like it's it's I know it's a bit of a trope or something, right? Uh, where life has just passed this guy by, right? And and like he hasn't really this person hasn't really tried or anything, so you know he hasn't really all those all that time he put in he hasn't really got gotten that much out of it, right? So so I think for me there's a bit of I wouldn't say fear, but that's something that I do watch out for. Because mm. if I do stay at a company long enough, I will feel like I am coasting. Because like you don't, if, you do not want to be that guy. Exactly. Like okay. if I stay at a place too long, I'm too familiar. I know the ins and outs. I know what I can get away with. I'm gonna end up coasting, um, inevitably. And I mean, for some folks, like I don't want to say there's anything wrong with coasting. It's again, it just depends on what you want, right? Yeah. And so for me, like switching is a way to keep me engaged and also keep me focused in terms of my skill set and everything. At this point, listeners must think I'm some sort of, you know, sociopath. Are you not? <laughs> I, pro I mean, to some degree, probably. Yeah. So I feel like you are on the like you're on the other spec or the other side of the spectrum um, where you feel the need to constantly move forward. Right. Maybe and that's yeah. Maybe that's commitment issues. <laughs> so in that case, do you do you feel like you'll you'll need to slow down at some point, or is it like are you do you get antsy when you don't feel like you're you're progressing in life? Yeah. Um, I. Or like I, in, okay. I go, do answer that I do. first and have follow up question. I do, and then with respect to when I'll slow down is probably when I I guess no longer have the uh ability to vitality <laughs> do you have to phrase it like that uh no if i like settle down or something like that and okay. then i'm like then it's more, way more risky right like i can't afford to keep moving around or something like that and then mm. and then conceivably i'll be much older and then what you if know, you apply in the industry and everything what if you apply the same psychotic tendency in your child and be like you need to learn this by this time and then move on to the next one and to the next one. No, no, no. I don't think I'll be that much of a tiger parent. I don't think so. Cause okay. uh, I was, I mean, I was a terrible student and look yeah, at me so now, mom. Look <laughs> so at me now, happened? mom. Uh, no, I think I just found my calling in college. That's all. Okay. So how do you, <sighs> How do you define happiness is such a broad question, but like what gives you satisfaction, right? From jumping from like one, you know, place of work to another or what keeps you going? Uh, a, a new, well, I mean, part of it is financial, not going to lie. Um, and then part of it is like, it's a new environment, new challenge, new people to meet and everything. And, and just like, it's a, I mean, it's just a new challenge to, to solve basically. Um, in COVID times, it's a little different. Um, it's a little less, uh, less fun, but it's a new challenge nonetheless. Right. Also, how did it become so dark in dance place? Like within the because, last five minutes. Cause the sunset is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mine, mine too. Mine too. Just, just see what your place is always dark. <laughs> no, Thomas, your place is just dark. Yeah. <laughs> All put, day you long. A, you put a, uh, filter. I mean, a blurry filter. A bouquet filter on the back. Mine's, yeah, I mean that's. That mine, I have light, and then if I cover the light, it's dark. <laughs> it's my. I mean, 
it's my bed over there oh that's a nice light that's a soft light it's like no okay, i like harsh not, lighting this is like not this. optimized today <laughs> if you put not it underneath optimized. you it'll be like a campfire story yeah oh that's a vibe yeah yeah it is yeah I think like, again, going back to Philip's thing, if he feels that he's content, then definitely don't listen to the outside world, right? Like mm-hmm. in, in the example that you gave Thomas, like if somebody if somebody's coasting, but they actually don't want to coast, but they just coast and they're too afraid to do something about it or whatever. Yeah. Okay, then that's <laughs> definitely where it's like, well, it's kind of your fault. Yeah. Because you got yeah. all this time to make a change and you know you don't want to do it, you know? Yeah. Then who's, but if you're just like, I have a really, I'm, I like my job. I like what I do. Cause there's really nothing wrong with doing the same. There's nothing wrong with doing the same thing your whole life. And there's nothing wrong with doing different things. There's nothing wrong with either. I think mm-hmm. it just comes mm-hmm. down to your motivations. Correct. Like the why. Exactly. Yep. Like, like there's nothing wrong with moving up the corporate ladder. Like we talk about this, Mia, like, you know, yeah, move. Heck, if you're in a corporate job, you should move up the corporate corporate ladder if the opportunity affords itself because it's a it's validation of the work you put in as well as your skill set as well mm-hmm. as you know you deserve it you put work in you should go up right but then on the other hand people might fight tooth and nail they might backstab people to do it that's when the reason to do it is motivated by greed mm-hmm. and you end up hurting people right if you just want to strive to be the best version of yourself, that's amazing. And you should, if you feel like you are a good version of yourself and you are fine with where you're at, then don't listen to other people when they, when they think that you should be somewhere. Right. You know? But then if you're, you're fine with where you are, because there's an underlying fear, for example, of starting something new or mm-hmm. going to some into an uncomfortable territory then that's not a good reason to stay where you are either or be content with what you are because I feel like there's a different reason. There. Yeah, like I, lurking. I think so. I think yeah. at the heart of it is you're, you have to be true to yourself and you have to really like dig down deep to figure out what, why you're at the same job, why you're with the same person or why you can't be with that person for more than a certain amount of time, right? It's both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, 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 and as soon as you can, so my, my thing is this, the more not in tune to yourself you are, and the more you're influenced by the world via social media, via real life, it's going to be really tough to be happy because you don't know what your def- own definition of happiness is one, because you're taking cues from other people, places or whatever. So how in the world are you able to really like be honest with yourself you know so i always try to tell people like to put put you know like you can't you can't just absorb the messages you are thoughts like at the heart of it we have a physical body and we have a brain right i mean this is obvious but people don't realize like you're made up of your thoughts so So have you always been like that dan or have you always been just like good at like not comparing uh, yourself i i have a yeah i think i was born with a weird a really weird trait where I have never been more content at any point in my life with what I was doing at that point. Now, that's not to say when I'm doing the path, I constantly struggle with not being good enough. So I've done a a lot of different jobs in my life. And every time I strive to get better at that particular skill or task or whatever, you know, earlier on it was, it was, uh, you know, running restaurants, you know, then it was, you know, doing real estate in the, in somewhere in the middle, it was like being, uh, trying to make vid content. So at every step of the way, the, the overall career I picked, I was very happy. The success that I, I, I ne- so here's the one thing, right? I put, I take, I, I make success and skills apart. I pull it apart. I never, ever look at when we were doing YouTube, right? People would be like, oh, you have 10,000 viewers. Oh, you have 100. You broke 200. You broke 400. You broke whatever when we were doing Off the Great Wall. So I, I'm that, I have this weird thing where I literally don't care how many fans I have at a certain moment. And the only thing that's important to me is, 
am I getting better at what I'm doing? Am I doing it for the right reason? Am I doing the best I can? And I ask myself these three things every single day. So what is your sort of metrics of success, right? Because yeah, all internal. All internal. Okay. So am I happy where I'm at? If I'm not, why? Okay. And then I have to digest whether it's it's a stupid reason and it's my own ego and attachment or right. if it's a legitimate reason and if it's a legitimate re- legitimate reason like i'll take a page from thomas's thomas's book and i'll be like i need to like what optimize what does he say all the time he goes i need to optimize <laughs> i need optimize. to solve this problem right <laughs> solve this put this problem into the solve box equation and solve and analyze it. the heck out of it Right. So, uh, so for example, like, uh, like with real estate, right? Like I probably, I, I, I'm way overachieving for the amount of years I've been in real estate because I've had all this back experience with marketing and, 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 uh, photography and whatever. Right. Okay. On the other hand, I see where people are who've been doing it for 15, 20 years. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, like how, how can I get there like faster? Mm -hmm. And then I get, then that's the the struggle, you know, even to the other day, like he was like, you need to chill out because no one's asking you to get there. And I go, but you know what? I fell into that. Like, but see that's success. See, like they got, they got a team of 50. We have a team of eight. Yeah, They've got, you know, this many listings and I've got only this and blah, blah. And so I had to take a step back and be like, you know, whoa, why am I, why am I now comparing myself to these other, right. other people? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, even so, with YouTube, you know, like exactly when right. We we're doing YouTube because, yeah. like, I'm I'm sure that we all look at other people around us who are doing similar things, and then comparison will be made mm-hmm. at one point or another. So, so yeah. with YouTube, we kind of maybe we talked about we didn't really talk about it when Carmen was on or when we were back on Off the Great Wall mm-hmm. uh, recently. I I don't know if we ever talked about this, but there were times. My happiest times on off the off the ground, huh? Where <laughs> was in the beginning when Carmen and I did it? We didn't care about how many fans we had. Okay, we, we weren't like this video sucked. Why? No, we literally did it because we wanted to reach out to people. Yeah, give them a positive influence and create fun and entertaining videos. Okay, later on, you're getting more fans. So now there's expectations, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like don't achieve more viewers or whatever, but then there's moments where you are like, you put out a video years later, you're like, that only got X amount of views. Okay, then you fall into the trap of like, okay, I'm only making videos to get this amount of views. You know, and then I mm-hmm. became not as happy. I think either, like, I don't think it's either or. Like, I don't think that you should just, make videos because we want to and of course at some point um there's this other factor of like oh now there's expectation and there are things or certain standards that either you have formed for yourself or other people have created for you that you sometimes you just feel like you have to meet right right how do we balance the two (laughs) you mean like how do you balance success versus just like personal, like, you know, in, in the, in the case of content creation, it's your yeah. creativity, right? So, uh, so I, I guess I'll try to put it in a different way. I cannot put the two together. Cause as soon as I start looking at a metric or success in someone else's eyes, that's mm-hmm. when I get into trouble. I don't know about anybody else. So, you know how they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Well, I think success is also in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing, let's say I'm, I have my own YouTube channel and I do it for 10 years and I only have 50,000 fans. Most people would say you're a failure, Dan. Mm-hmm. Now, if I did it in every step of the way, I was clear on why I was doing it. And I put time and energy, not, I wasn't lazy. I put time and energy and I only have 50,000 fans, but I was I was happy doing it. I think that's successful. And I will take that. Me personally, I will take that. So, but as soon as I start looking at it from, well, in 10 years, if I only do this. So, for example, like when you start a business or when you start something, right? 
and this goes back to I would say I I guess I'm influenced by when um there's there's that guy Tim Robbins you guys you're not Tim not Tony Tony Robbins no the actor from Shawshank Redemption Tim oh. Robbins <laughs> he's really old now he came to my school at Northeastern and he talked me out of being an actor oh really he did not talk to me Dan Chen face to face no he oh. gave a talk in front okay. of our whole class and he was like here's here paraphrasing I can't remember exactly but he's like listen. Um, if you want to be an actor, think, imagine like 50 years from now, you, you're not famous. You just, you've been in some plays, you've been in some maybe features or whatever, and you loved, and you loved every moment of it. You're not rich. You're not famous. You should be an actor. And I go, yeah, I don't like, I don't want to be an actor. Cause at that point I saw the world of being an actor as how much money you're going to make. When are you going to be in movies, television and achieve that success? Glamour glamour however now in my older age i would love actually to get back into acting again because i finally after so many decades i understand oh not truly what being an actor is but i do understand what the profession is and it's been completely diluted in america because in other parts of the world there are quote-unquote unsuccessful actors who are extremely successful within there are just act like acting is a profession in the rest of the world. Only in America are people like, I want to be an actor to be famous. In other parts of the world, they're like, I want to be an actor because it's a profession because it's needed and I might never be rich. Does that make sense? And yet nobody would call those people successful in the acting world. In fact, they'd be like, you've only been in plays. No one sees these plays. But can you, you, can you sustain yourself financially? Of I think to can. me, that's like one of my main no, like success metric. No. If, okay. So here's my other thing too. Yeah. You, you might not. Okay. We're best case scenario that you do one thing and the thing you love to do can sustain yourself. Mm -hmm. And also sustaining yourself means different thing, right? You might not need a big apartment. You might, you might not need a car. You might. Okay. Right. If you can do that, then great. If you can't, but you still want to do that one thing you love, then just go find something else to supplement your income. Mm-hmm. It's, mm -hmm. To me, it's as simple as that. If mm -hmm. you don't want to do it anymore because it's too hard because you're not making a living, then don't do it. Then go find a job that pays your bills because you got to pay your bills. So there's nothing wrong with that. You got like that's so if somebody is an actor that net doesn't make a living being an actor, they are not unsuccessful. The world will see them as unsuccessful, but they might be happy and they might do a few plays here and there and they might be really, really content. And there's plenty of those people. Yeah. In fact, I've met other real estate agents and I'm like, oh, I could be one of those guys. Some I was uh, and I was joking around like when I was not busy, I would go out, do some commercials, do some voiceovers. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. It doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> you know, the com commercial I did, everyone's like, oh, it doesn't it doesn't pay. It doesn't pay enough. Yeah, so that's I what I'm saying. Do something right. Exactly. So I think that's what I'm trying to get at. And also that's what I'm trying to do with my life now with this podcasting, right? It is, yeah. we always say like, this is a passion project and it's just a place for us to just chat, yeah. Um, yeah. like a creative outlet, no expectation. Yeah. <laughs> that like... I'm sorry, it's so dark in here now. No it is, like what the heck? All I'm, I'm, so all Mia, I'm would you say you're a like successful podcaster? Um... I have no expectation of this podcast. So mm -hmm. the fact that we've been able to sustain it for this long, the fact that we have like however many episodes that we've put out so far mm -hmm. in that sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I went in there just doing like, I don't know. I just want to do something, you know, yeah. um, have a, an outlet for us to, to like talk about things um, and create an environment uh, like a friendly environment for our listeners. Yeah. And that's all I was looking for so let me throw can i throw another danism at you i have these things where i come up with and my friend and i joke that he's <laughs> making fun of me because they're actually not profound yeah but he goes oh you threw out a danism you you cannot you cannot judge whether you are successful or not while you're still on the journey you cannot because right now we're on the journey of podcasting but i feel how do like we know where we'll be 10 years from now no, how for do you sure. know? You know what I mean? This no, I'm not saying you. you. I'm just telling other people. I know. Like, and, I'm but, telling and, the world. And this is why you have to. Well, it's in that case, like you can't say that you've succeeded in life until you're dead. No, like that's not the Correct. case. <laughs> because because here's the point. Who cares? Here's here's my overall point. When you're dead, 
You, you, you are dead. No one's going to care whether you were successful or not. So it's like this, it's like this made up concept. Happiness is a real thing. If you are 90 and you were not happy with your life, there should have been some changes you made. If you're 90 and you're successful or not, that's not even a thing because some person will say you are and some person will, will say you're not. Now, if you're 90 and the level of so-called success determines your happiness, bro, you got problems. And that's all I'm trying to tell people is like, don't use somebody else's success metric to determine your own happiness, short and sweet. So Philip, if you happy in your mind, you're successful, dude, I'm not here to tell you if you're lazy or not. Yeah, I think that's the important thing. Cause like, uh, I think he asked is like, you know, is there anything wrong with just enjoying mediocre or staying at this level? I don't think so. I think, yeah. I think the important part is like, if you're having fun, if you're happy at that level then stay at it. Right. Um, and, and for me, the, the, the important thing is to be happy about doing something. And unfortunately, sometimes you have to get good at something to yeah. have it be fun. Like if you were to say like sports or whatever, like when I did, when I did Chinese martial arts or like gymnastics, um, I think for me, it was always about reaching the next thing. I wasn't really into competing and winning medals. Um, I did, but that wasn't the main thing. Like it was all about like, in my mind, I had like a level of perfection that I wanted to attain mm -hmm. or some skill level. Um, but it was all within and, and eventually it was just like, like that was, that made it fun. And you, but you had to be good enough at a certain level like you had to put in the work to a certain degree to get that good for it to be fun and the same thing when i try to pick up basketball like you know i'm not that good but good enough to you know to not be left unguarded basically and that's all i can ask for but i but to do that you have to put in the work right right and yeah i i really like that the fact that you added that part thomas because <laughs> i feel like a lot part? of no oh. <laughs> the part where you have to put in the work in right. order for it to be fun yeah. and in order for you for you to be happy because i feel like a lot of the the advice is that we're we hear out there is like do whatever you want as long as it makes you happy but i feel like they kind of ignore the second part of like you still have to put in the work um, it doesn't mean like you're just constantly like in a state of inertia of like not doing anything and not improving yourself. And yeah, yeah. It, it almost sounds like Asian parenting advice. So it's like, it'll be, you know, you can imagine like a, like a, like a kid crying, like trying yeah. to play the piano I'll be like, it'll be fun when you're good at this. You won't cry <laughs> that, anymore. That's then. why, that's why I, I think it's the <laughs> dumbest advice when people go, you know, you hear people say like, just do what makes you happy. No, shut up. That's the stupidest advice I've ever heard. You know why? <laughs> Because that's basically saying like, oh, you cut yourself just a mat, just, just don't let it hurt. Don't, it's like, I, I you know, and, and like you guys brought up, like, no, like you need to get better at something. That's, that's mm -hmm. how, that's human. That's how humans were. Like, that's how we were designed to live. Yeah. And yeah. to me, the and advice coming, of like, you know just I mean? do whatever that makes you happy to me, that just sounds more like <sighs> false happiness kind of thing, because, yeah. you know, it's just pipe dreams. If, you know, in a vacuum, you can do whatever you want that makes you happy all the time. Like that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's not real world, right? And 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 reality hits, no. and you have to sometimes settle. Um, but it's it's just a constant like thing of you working on yourself. Like for example, I I was doing my corporate job for a while, and then I wanted to do something more creative, and that's when I got involved with like off the great wall, and yeah. I went to the other side of the spectrum and be like, I'm just going to do this thing that makes me happy. But then if it's yep. not sustainable, then you just kind of have to kind of work on finding that happy medium. Yeah, exactly. You know, but if so. you're, if you're clear on why you want to do it, I yeah. think it's much easier to find that. Right? Of course. Yeah. Cause a lot of people will start a YouTube channel or a podcast being like, yo, this is, I want to do it. Cause I want to do it, but I also really need to make a lot of money doing it. Well, <laughs> you probably shouldn't start a YouTube channel because you're not going to make a lot of money. Actually, yeah. no, it's okay. Just just get started and you'll you'll learn your lessons too along the exactly. way. That's, well, life. That's life. That's yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. That's growing pains, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what was it in the recent survey for Gen Z? Most people want to be uh influencer. Great. So in in the future, we'll just have a society. Yeah. We'll just have a society. But you know, here's the thing, right? Like I so I never considered myself an influencer, even right now. But at some point in my life, somebody would have been like, Oh, Dan, you're an influencer because XYZ. You know, not ever once did I care about the title, but I truly enjoyed like, 
you know, when we, when we first started, like, okay, how do we make these videos better quality? Mm-hmm. You know, how do we write better? How do we mm-hmm. edit better? How do we shoot better? So there's a lot of that where I, I so enjoyed doing and still do, you know, if I have the time to try to make the quality better, you know, when we have time, we'd love to make when we can, we should get together and shoot these videos, not in the dark. Like, does this drive me insane? It does. <laughs> Sorry, we're, if, for those of you that are listening, because right now it's not viewable. We're all Dan sitting is in just our a floating dark, head. Yeah, we're That's sitting all I in see. our dark rooms, right? <laughs> Would I love to get a better setup and, you know, mix, mix it? Would I love to do what, you know, Kevin and Carmen did for Off the Great Wall and have like live streaming live, live edits? Thomas knows how to do that. We, I'm sure we can get it together at some point. Does that mm-hmm. drive me nuts? It does. But I'm not going to also like, you know, just drive myself crazy thinking about it. it it'll come naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a tangent. Do you guys care about being famous? I have negative. So I have negative want to be famous. Like <laughs> negative want of like, I hate. Like I think fame does a lot of negative things to people if they mm-hmm. if they're not strong enough to mm. to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. people are not. Let me tell you, they're not. Okay. Like I said, I was born. I was one of the only few people. I do a lot of things not good. All right, in my life. Like I'm bad at a lot of things. I'm good at a couple things. One is having this weird thing where I'm like, I'm very comfortable in my own skin and I don't need fame. I don't need that much money. It's just a weird thing I was born with. <laughs> a lot of other things I'm really bad at. I'm a procrastinator. I'm lazy sometimes. I'm rash. I, I what do you call it? Um, uh, I get very um, temperamental. You guys don't see it, but I do. You know, he doesn't see it, but I do. You know, so, um, you know, there's a lot of things I can improve on in my life, but knowing that fame is like not of any interest to me, that's why probably I can do YouTube and not worry about it. You know, I could, I'm fine. I'm fine. If one person listens or 20 or none, as long as I could sustain it, I'm happy. I'm great. Yeah. You know, for me, not going to lie, like the, the extra attention that I got felt great. Right. Of course. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um not you know not gonna lie uh but i think Mm -hmm. i'm like past that now to Mm -hmm. the point where i'm just i don't care about these things and sometimes i'm even feeling a little bit paranoid about Mm. you know uh people that i don't know but they they know about me i'm just like kind of weirded out by it now yeah so yeah i don't really feel that anymore i'm just like way over it but then now i'm just this podcasting is nice because feel like we can talk like we can peel so many different different layers to a certain topic like what we're doing now and i'm just i just want to entertain people if i can if i can do that podcast is perfect because you can say uh your thoughts and exchange thoughts with people um they don't have to like pay a hundred percent of their attention to us they could just play this in the background so it's like perfect when you're when you're fame i don't know what about you thomas do you like fame want fame No, I, I don't. Your own question. <laughs> um, back on you. Danism. I'll take it from here. Uh, that. Um, no, I don't think I, I. I actually don't think I covet fame or anything. Like I'll, all my social media stuff is pretty private. Um, what I do want though is access. To what? And it, to... well, well, in the sense of like, like I don't care about fame or influence but i do but unfortunately like that carries in with like if let's say like you wanted to, like what i enjoy about podcasts is having these long-form conversations mm-hmm. and so i think the next level would be be able to like bring on more guests and like to uh uh you know discuss topics at long like long form right mm-hmm. and be able to bring on different sorts of guests and to and, but to be able to do that you kind of need to achieve like a certain level of not necessarily fame, but influence. Right. And so a certain status. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So like, if like for me to do this, I don't really care about the fame, but I would like, that's what I mean by the access. Mm -hmm. However, I think also getting free things is cool too. So, but that's, that's, that's also also don't like free things. (laughs) I I don't have anything free. No, somebody, somebody yeah. sent when I was doing off the great wall, somebody sent yeah. me, 
an Amazon card or I forgot, yeah. or maybe like hard cash. I can't remember. Yeah. Whoa. Is that weird? It, it is kind of weird, but I bought bread. <laughs> I don't, you, I don't like yeah. free things. Sometimes I do, but then you really doesn't like free things. Oh yeah. So like at her old job, her job was to review products. She oh yeah. Never take, she will buy the product bring it home and we'll test it to review it to review That's hilarious. it and sometimes if if something i really okay like there's a couple of things that i don't mind getting free and it has to do it with camera equipment because it's <laughs> thousands of dollars okay <laughs> so if someone's about to give me a camera equipment i don't want it for free but i'll be like listen can i pay you a discount but like, if it's just like, you know how like you get random free crap, like the crap that you mm -hmm. get that's yeah. free, that's a promotional item. Yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to store something that had no, that's the only goal was to give to somebody for free because they want you to remember their product. Yeah. And also it. they want, want you to talk about their products or like yeah. review exactly. their product and you yeah. know, they're expecting exactly. good reviews. So that's yeah. just, yeah, to me, it's, it's Thanks. a little uncomfortable but i'm with you with the access though thomas like oh yeah i would like to at one point at one point or another see a level of success for the three of us where we could mm -hmm. just like contact somebody and be like yo you want to i mean what one would say we've already had a couple of uh pretty marquee <laughs> high profile guests. influencers uh, yeah, yeah i mean we're lucky to be friends with the ladies from beauty within you know and uh they're yes sir they've, they're successful and famous and influencers way beyond us and you know we had them on our show so you know, exactly. That's cool. <laughs> exactly you gotta start somewhere you know you gotta start somewhere yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly like i feel like also, famous people take themselves too too seriously oh oh yeah 100 yeah, so i'm not i'm not i'm not about that life you know what i mean you gotta you gotta keep up you gotta keep up a certain image or whatever yeah and, i mean i'll play the game like Mia is you hate the player, you hate the game. Uh, I'll play it, but like I'm not, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not like to it. me, I always blame the players because I feel like there's always ways for you to play the game correctly. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Cause the game I feel is like the game. For, for 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 fame, you you're you're kind of beholden to your fans. Like you have mm. to some degree you have to comply with their demands. Right? Oh, yeah. tell me more, about that. More so more so now, yeah. That's true. Yeah. More so now. Yeah. Definitely. You know I mean? Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, that was a tangent. Next Good episode. chat, guys. Good chat. <laughs> and, then, and then the trolls out there. Yeah, y'all don't care about fame because none of y'all famous. Like, yeah. Great. <laughs> didn't care. Didn't care before. Didn't care now. So cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, but but if there are some if there's someone that you uh you would on you want to see on this, let us know and we'll try to bring them on. Jeez, Thomas, why do you have to make that promise? Thomas, who do you want on? Let's go. Let's go out and get them. Um, actually, I have a friend who who I who I'd like to see on. All right. Uh, she just released a book on um, uh, on the uh, Uyghur concentration camps. Actually, and okay. I think that would be a really interesting conversation, especially. Right. Uh, yeah. Are we? Are Are you like speaking this into the universe so that you're you're like willing it to happen? Um. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Put it out there. Put it out there. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, anyway, that's it for our asking for a friend episode, guys. I hope you enjoy and Dan keep playing with your light or so like far. turn on the light already. Um, yeah, it's too far. Light switch is too far. I know, but we got to get a clapper. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Philip for sending us. Oh. oh, yes. Yes. Thanks so much, Philip, for sending your question and we will see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.